Hi everyone, it's Nikki and Agnes, and we're Second Community Podcast. Awesome! All right, <laughs> I'm not sure where the woo woo came from. It's I, a little you're aggressive. Feeling it. it was okay. the music. You're okay. feeling it. You're feeling it. It was high beat music. Okay, <laughs> um, that was Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I didn't think high beat was a name. I meant like I know, but like I just wanted people to know, okay, okay. and I wanted you to know, really, because I feel like everyone else knows, but you didn't. Uh, first name ever, last name greatest. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, Agnes, can I just start off the podcast with every? I will call them fans. Okay. People might say they're more friends. Okay. <laughs> but I'd like to call them fans. Every fan that has listened to this podcast says how amazing you are and so no pressure but they literally talk about how awesome you are it makes me a little jealous i'm like yo i'm on that podcast too (laughs) i don't know you know but i'm the funny one on it like in my head i imagine that they are complimenting you too but you're just not gonna tell me like also they said i'm amazing but i don't need to share that with you hands down it's (laughs) Oh, Agnes is awesome. And only they call you a real name because they know who you are. <laughs> of course <laughs> that they don't. <laughs> They're like, um, no, Agnes is actually really... They never say that I'm good. They only say that you're really good. Like, like so much that one of our fans was only going to listen to one episode and then skip to the... To the uh, Remember the Titans episode? But he said that you were so good that he wants to listen to the rest. Okay. And also wants to hang out with you. I think that's like... Speaks very highly of you. Like... You have a career here. It's a lot of pressure. But then I think I like downplay it and not like I hype you up a bit, but like I make myself feel like feel better where I'm like, well, she's done theater her whole life. I did think about that. Like this is, this This is is your platform. This is my theater experience coming full circle. Yes. I was like, also she's an English major. Like she knows how to read and speak. (laughs) Like (laughs) things that I don't practice as much. She just does that shit naturally. Anyways. Um, it's always a good idea that I bring my script with me. Exactly. <laughs> also, I've been kind of scared to tell people. Yeah, let's Just, talk about that. Okay. Only my friends listen to this because Agnes is afraid that we suck so much no. that she hasn't told anyone. No, I think we're good. Okay. I think we're funny. Okay. Uh, one, step one, Mr. Agnes refused to listen to the show, but he has made the point that he spends a lot of time with both of us. Yes. So he pretty much lives the show. True. And I respect that because at first it was pissed me off. <laughs> I was like, yo, you don't support us? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like this what is... kind of husband slash best friend slash second wife? Slash brother husband? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are you? And then he did make that really good argument. Like, I literally live this life. Like, right. I don't need to listen to you two. I do it every day. You with, with, you we're together. Yeah. No. Like, fair. Yeah. Fair. I respect it. He's told me he doesn't respond to my text messages because they might as well be my Twitter account. <laughs> like, I should just tweet everything I text him and, and get the followers. I love it. I love it. Um. Also, I don't know. Like, uh, I mentioned before I have a big family. I have a lot of sisters. Yes. There's only so much I've sh- shared with my sisters because I've Fair. recently re-listened to our episodes. Okay. There's a lot that I put on the table. Yes. And so... We're exposed. <laughs> I am super exposed. Yes. So even with my fake name yes. slash not my real name, yes. there's a very vulnerability if I was to say, hey, coworker, this is the podcast I mentioned. Please don't look at me differently. Right. <laughs> like, I agree. It's so funny because like somehow, I mean, I'm just a fame whore, but I'll drop that I have a podcast <laughs> and people will be like, I want to listen. I'm like... Yeah, 
like, a I step like, back. Yeah, when you start judging like your relationship with that person, like how long do you know me? Know me? Yeah. Because people who listen to it know me. Like they right. know me, yeah. so they're not shocked by it. Yeah, I will say my mother listened to 15 minutes and she's still traumatized <laughs> and she literally told me like I just don't know why you speak that way oh. and she's like and you say the cuss word so hard like <laughs> fuck <laughs> like, sorry mom I, it's, oh. it got a lot better we, we toned we, it down we tried to clean it up we cleaned it up and she's like oh that podcast like it gives her PTSD <laughs> oh like, my god yeah so um, rightfully so that yeah. you're being very cautious I mean, I, I'm sure it'll come out eventually, and I'll yes. have to do my disclaimer. Like, I feel like I have one coworker where I think I've made the reference before. Like, yeah. he mentioned something a like random girl had done with him in bed, and I made the comment of like, I haven't heard of that. I've never seen that in porn. <laughs> Which I love you that. know, blatant sexual harassment. Mentioning that I've watched porn to coworker, but I mean, it's already a loosey goosey type place. I mean. My boss at lunch today admitted, or at lunch this week, admitted to all my other coworkers that one time when we were out, he slapped me on the ass with a Jenga piece. So I think that, like, acceptable your comment right. about porn. Like, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. So, I mean, going from that to <laughs> episode one, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a jump for my that's people. Elite. That's elite. Also, relatives or people, you know, that have known me for a few years that, like, if I was to just put it out on my Facebook, like, yeah. I could Ooh. only imagine. I think I'm going to put it on on my, on my Instagram. Okay. Okay. Um, and all those people are really my friends. Yeah, yeah. So, it'll be okay. Yeah. Okay. So, let's get into it. Let's <gasps> let's go with the Real Housewives just because I don't have much there. Okay. Um, I know that OC premiered this week. Yes. Um... I did a little bit of cheating. I listened to one of our favorite podcasts, Bitch Sesh. Represent. Yes. And just, I'm starting to like that podcast so much. Like, now that I think they talk about other shows, too, I, like, really do appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. And it's it's gotten better, just like we've gotten better. And I, I like them yes. in general. They're cute. I yeah. like them. I yeah. used to not like them as much. But I like them. They're cute. Yeah. They grow so, on you. Yeah. I listen to Bitch Sesh, so... I won't comment as much because I feel like that would just be regurgitating another podcast, which is not fair. No. And maybe a little plagiarism. <laughs> but um, I just felt like OC, from what they kind of summarize, not much happened. Vicky is still kind of defending Brooks, which is weird. Um, Heather's still complaining about being rich in her home. Tamara's bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, Tamara's bodybuilding. Heather complains about being rich, but she also complains about her husband not spending time with her. Oh, okay. Um, so the other thing, and they, they do go over this on the podcast. They kind of summarize like we do. Yeah. Um, she, they essentially had a health scare, which oh, yeah. would have been like a heart thing, kind of serious. Mm-hmm. But she has like this whole dinner party on a yacht, and then she tells a story, and it ends with, oh, but it's all good, and we're so happy, and blah, blah, and, I did like how she closed the speech, okay. which was essentially something along the lines of like, you know, we just wanted to spend time with people we really care about and love, and none of them can make it, so we invited you guys. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. That's cute. So, yeah. I no, like that. Little humor. Little, little Heather growing on me. Yeah. I like Heather Dubrow. Yeah. She's kind of the lady that I would be, and who I am really, but only the poor version. <laughs> like, a little snooty, but still down to earth. Yeah. Sometimes says bitchy things, but really doesn't mean it. But yeah. overall, caring and a good friend. I like Heather. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw a little bit of the new girl who looks twenty. Oh. And is seeing the sports 
coach oh did you not watch last season i did not watch last season okay that is uh megan okay i I thought there was a new new girl oh no 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 yeah okay that's megan she was new last year her husband used to play baseball okay he's now like a coach and i it's funny bitch sesh oh i forgot who said it but said that like he's a third base coach they obviously are not into sports i'm super into sports so that was really funny like that is a real thing okay um it's more just like run home or don't run home and like stay 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 it's more like coaching the field okay um but anyway and i can be totally wrong and then all the guys that listen to this will be like, this bitch doesn't know what she's talking about, but whatever. So his job is pretty much, like, red or green? Yes. <laughs> like- <laughs> yes, absolutely. Red light, green light. Okay. And so, yeah, he does that. I don't even know if that's his real job. They just said he was a coach on this podcast. And I mean, is his real job candle making? Uh, bitch, <laughs> what is that about? So they, they show it with, like, them making some candles mm-hmm. or or no it's like they get a box of i imagine like prototype pop products mm-hmm. and so they're talking about like the different containers okay. and colors and labels and just like evaluating it and she's it's not like her side business like it sounds more like a business that they're invested again like he is involved in oh and so she's like who would have thought candles with him like and i just feel like the candle market seems saturated yeah like there's not much of a market share to like tackle there like no how much money are you really going to make no and what do your candles smell like because i am a whore to bath and body works candles (laughs) three wick only please and people will comment that i have candles all over my apartment because they're just the best candles. I just, I feel like I should have more candles throughout my home after spending home time. Is very large. I, I want a candle in every room. Done. There you go. Christmas is coming, girl. <laughs> Six months, guys. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so not, not too much OC. I, I just, it felt like a stronger opening. Okay. Especially coming off of like um, Beverly Hills. <sighs> yeah. Um, what about New York? Whew. So, New York. Uh, I don't even have any comments. I don't even... Uh, between Luann, Dorinda, Sonia, what's-her-face's vagina bleeding. And mind you, I missed this episode. Like I said, I missed this week's episode. Okay. But I saw last week's episode where she met with Luann and talked about how she was hemorrhaging from her vagina. And that's why she was late. And that was she was still hemorrhaging, but still made it to drinks. Bishus was trying to connect the dots and say that it was actually all one day. Okay. But but yeah, I got to the point, and mind you, Bethany's making like blatant comments like to her assistants and people of like, oh my god, like this is ridiculous, like getting very explicit in her description of what's going on. Yeah. And the fact that she's concerned about it. Yeah. And then ultimately, it gets to the point where they they close Bethany's story of. Um, Dorinda goes with her to the doctor, mm-hmm. then brings her back, and she's talking to her assistant, and I saw a little bit of entertainment tonight, so I know more about oh. what what and why. Well, okay, what happened? Essentially, she has some fibroids? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So she has them internally, mm-hmm. possibly, I guess, from a miscarriage that she had post-Bryn, her Ooh, daughter. Sad. And it just, you know, never got looked at or never mm. were found. And so they're doing whatever they're doing to the mm-hmm. point where she's going to need surgery. And mm-hmm. then I guess they even used the word hysterectomy at one point. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, obviously at the end she's crying. She's upset. She's freaking about about being in the hospital for three days. But yeah. obviously it's a very scary experience. Yeah. I have no idea what happened to Jules' JJ. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because from Bitch Sash, like, it's very confusing. She has pictures on her phone that she was showing. I don't remember which bitch. Okay. And she doesn't seem to be nearly in the same, like, actual medical emergency situation that, Bethany. that Bethany's in. Um, yeah. So I don't know what's going on. I think we get more of that next episode, too. Oh, okay. Because I'm but, thinking... Like, vag rejuvenation gone wrong, slash I'm making up a lie. Yeah, slash why am I going out a window? And then I was thinking, is this like a domestic violence thing? Ooh. I don't know. And I don't know if they kind of hinted at that on Bitch Sash. But mind you, that's all the information I have. See, where they were hinting about that is... I guess amongst the divorce proceedings or like Ooh. filings or whatever, there was something about the police being called to their apartment, okay. like kind of under weird circumstances. Like someone had called and said, I'm in fear for my life or oh. someone had seen the police notes that someone said in oh, fear for my right. life. Okay. So the idea was obviously he's shorter than her. Right. And so, but he's know, still a man. He's still a man and she's still 70 and she pounds. Doesn't eat. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. this bitch is eating one cracker. A day. Yeah. I think she, you know, sat down too rough and her yeah. vagina had some issues. Oh like, my God, the bones went in her <laughs> vagina. Like, oh no. So, okay. Her poor vagina. You know, oh. I think we have to, I'm sorry, I have to, we have to pause because I was supposed to tell like my second puberty experience. Oh, okay. And I, we just went straight into the like. We can mix it up. Let's mix, mix it up because okay. I know we're going to get into a lot of deep dives in a range. So I want to go to the second puberty experience. It's about the fire alarm that went off. Oh, because we, we <laughs> yes, you said I appreciate should talk you about this. It. And then you talking about eating made me think of a small scenario. Okay, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying okay. to be healthy and like work out. And one of my really good friends, I he's like really into the stuff and really good at it. And I just told him like you just have to help me, and we work together. So I was like, you have to help me not eat desserts every day. Because for example, today we have a whole entire cafeteria at my job. Mm-hmm. And today, there's always three desserts a day. And today, the desserts were black forest cake and lemon cookie and some other cookie. I can't even remember. And yesterday, I just said, you know what? If I eat desserts at work, I usually eat them at home, too. So I need to cut it out. Okay. And I was like, if you see it, knock it out of my hand. (laughs) And so yesterday, I got soup. And it was really disgusting, so I didn't eat it. So all I ate was, uh, I had a dessert and yeah. a roll. Okay. And so I told my friend, I was like, I'm so hungry, I'm so starving, I need like another snack. And he's like, no, you don't. And it basically told me this motivating story about basically that when you're fat, you have extra fat stored, so you're actually not hungry. Your body's just burning the extra fat, which is good for you. Okay. And so I was just like, yeah, that's fair. So I didn't eat anything. I worked out. I went to Panera afterwards. I got a salad and a sandwich for dinner. And I ate that like I was emaciated. I've never (laughs) eaten anything so quickly. And I was so starving. And I was like, this is what it's like to be starving. And I've never been like this before. I just eat what is normal. And so I told that story today at lunch. And obviously, this is a very fit guy. And everyone's like at lunch. And I was like, yeah. And then I was talking to Anthony, and he told me I was so fat that it was okay I didn't eat lunch. And they was all were like, oh, my God. And he was so shocked Aww. that he couldn't. He was like, that's not what I said. And I was like, that's basically what you said. And he just, like, was laughing so hard and couldn't contain it. So that's, that's part of my second puberty life that I'm going through, that you can actually not eat and be okay. Well, also, I think the idea of holding back from that craving of, mm-hmm. like, I can make – 
a poor choice with what's available right now. Yes. Versus maybe get higher on that hunger scale and... Yes. Burn those cows. Well, not just that, but potentially enjoy a salad. Yeah, it was the best salad I ever yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. Which, yeah, no, I mean... Which I love good... And that's the thing. I love vegetables, but I love chocolate so much more. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. Like, that's such a good point. Like, it was so good, the salad and the sandwich. Yeah. Delicious. I also think it's good to be aware of... I'm not consistent with, with meals. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of more of a grazer, especially mm-hmm. if I'm at home, if I'm not at work. Right. And so the idea of just kind of like, oh, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to watch the show and I'm yeah. going to eat this thing. A little snack. Like, yeah. Yes, same. Absolutely yeah. the same. So yeah, that's just we'll just join us on our journey with that. Yeah. Um, Keep you posted. Yeah. Uh, so the major incident that happened to me last week, or maybe a couple weeks ago, I had probably been out drinking. <laughs> Let's just say that. People ask me what I do every weekend, and I'm like, oh, nothing. Hang out by the pool, drink, go out, drink, wake up, drink some more. They're like, sounds like a really great life. I'm like, well, I don't children. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was probably out drinking, came home a little early, went to bed, and then I like woke up at like 2 or 3 a.m. for no reason. And I was kind of up just like listening to music. It happens to me every once in a while. Okay. Listening to music, and then I was like, oh, it's almost like, Five o'clock. It's like four fifteen or so, and I was like, I should probably go to bed because the sun's gonna be up, and then I really need to be up, and I haven't really slept. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let me just lay down, put on some soothing music, and just like relax and go to sleep. But my eyes are pretty much still open, and all of a sudden I hear ah 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 ah, and I'm just like, oh shit, I'm not cooking anything, so I'm not burning down my apartment. And I was like, I get up, I grab my phone, and mind you, I TMI, but I sleep in the nude. And so, I side note, I think this was a blessing from Jesus that I woke up in the middle of the night because I think if I would have woke up out of my sleep <laughs> naked, it is my biggest fear. I've actually <laughs> talked to my mom about this. Like, Aww. what should I do if I'm naked and the fire alarm goes off? My mom's like, put on clothes. <laughs> like, so, so I like get my phone I like see that this is not just in my apartment and there's no smoke like coming from the door okay I like touch the door it's not hot I open it a little bit and it's definitely like the alarm's going off in the apartment but there's no smoke in my house. okay okay and so I was like okay I got some time yeah okay who knows what's going on <laughs> and so then I'm like well what am I gonna wear like outside so I try on a couple outfits. I have to figure out what appropriate bra to wear. Like, do I put on a full bra? Do I just put on a sports bra? Right. It's a sports bra. Okay. A little bit more sporty, casual, relaxed. Yeah. Because it's four in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, thought about putting on makeup, but really didn't have enough time. And so I just like <laughs> left, just brushed my hair back, tried on a couple like yoga pants and a t-shirt, decided on one that was more baggy, just more cash. Okay. And some flip-flops. So I grabbed my phone and my keys and I walk out of the house, I run into my neighbor who I'm friends with. I'm like, hey, girl, what's going on? She's like, I don't know. Like, I'm wide awake because I've okay. been awake for hours. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else is not so great. Okay. Like, they're tired. Yeah. And so I'm just like, oh, hey. I'm texting my friend. Um, we meet up. Eventually, another friend of mine that lives in the building. We meet up, and she's like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, I don't know. Well, this lady comes up to us with her dog, and she's like, do you see the smoke on the side of the building? I smell it. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's a real fire. Oh. Because by this time, a fire truck is out. Damn. It's there. But they don't look like they're moving quickly. 
They're, they're not concerned. Nah, I'm thinking there's no fire. They're not getting the hose and spraying anything down. Yeah. And mind you, there's been a fire in this building already. Oh. Lightning struck. Okay, shit. okay, okay. Yeah, like, okay. That's, that's just God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I'm like, wow, that does look like there's smoke on the, like, on the side of the building. So we're like, oh, that's crazy. I'm like, that's kind of by my apartment. And I'm realizing I don't have my wallet or my passport Ooh. or anything that is of value to me. I have my cell phone and keys and a sports bra. Like, this is not... This is not even the bra that you would pick. No. Above all bras. No, this is not the bra I want to be interviewed in. (laughs) This is the bra where I was looking cash, and I was just out on the sidewalk. And so, I go, and, like, I'm like, oh, shit, I really should have thought this out. But then, my friend's like, that girl's tripping. She's like, that's dirt on the side of the building, and there's dirt on each column of the building. And I'm like, oh my god, you're right. And I was like, and I also don't smell smoke. And she's like, neither do I. And she's like, that girl's high on some shit. And I'm like, because <laughs> then she started walking around and telling everybody that she smelled smoke. She's and, an attention whore. Yeah, she really wanted. She was hoping the news was going to show up. So then I was like, okay, the building's not on fire. So then people start being let back into the building. So I'm walking, and this older woman kind of a grandma age i can say that i'm a bitch whatevs okay kind of a grandma age like 50s 60s a little older like six, 65 okay okay 65 okay she's out there her hair looks great she's looking she's looking like she did something her okay. hair looks great like she look cute but she's in this all silk robe oh. with flowers on it like a grandma robe okay, okay. but cute and she's just, she looks at me and she's like I don't want to be on the sidewalk in my row. <laughs> and I bet you could have changed. Like, like, I changed three times. Like, you could have changed. Like, don't be dramatic. But I didn't say that because that's disrespectful. Yes. I was just like, oh, no. Well, we're getting let back into the building, so it's okay. But, like, don't fake it, girl. Like, we know you wanted to come out here in your cute-ass row. <laughs> and she did her hair. Yes, exactly. And she did her hair. She made a choice. Exactly. I'm not even doing my hair. I just brushed it a little bit. So I'm walking back into my apartment and I'm just really ashamed of myself because I didn't grab my wallet or my passport. And how would I identify myself? Like, I can't show them my fucking Instagram and be like, no, 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 this is really me, girl. Like, I swear to God. Mind you, my phone's on 20% because I was listening to music all morning. So no charger, no wallet, no passport, nothing. I am nobody. And that, I said, I need to practice fire drills. Okay. We do them in school. Yeah. We should be doing them as adults. So in the middle of the night, you have a fire outfit ready, right? Okay. Like, you just already know, like, okay, my fire outfit is this. I have a fire bag packed, right? My fire bag has a couple of other outfits in it and another pair of shoes and some socks and some underwear. And then I grab my wallet and my passport, which are pretty accessible, and I get out. Okay. And I think that's an appropriate thing for adults. So that is my second puberty moment that, like, adults also need to practice fire drills you never know oh there was not a fire in the building uh there was a malfunction with the alarm system of course yeah so which mind you we found out there's no way to get in this building if even if there was an emergency (laughs) that's Uh, why they weren't worried they're like you know what we can't save anybody let them burn let them burn so it looks like everybody's outside i don't think there's anybody inside right right uh, we do know one of the, like, one of my friends of friends just stayed in bed. She didn't even come out. She would have been burned. I know. And she just, like, 
covered her ears or something. Because I was like, how could that alarm was ringing? Like when I stepped out into the hall, it made my eardrums ring. Oh yeah, no, shit gets loud. Yeah, and so so I was like, I know I almost bought my nails. Um, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, no, like how did you do that? Anyways, that's some power. Like, yeah, it's I crazy. mean, especially if something wakes me up, like I can just hear like the way my hair is moved by the fan yes. and I'm just like, why can't I fucking sleep? Yes. Like, yes. Like that. I was shocked. Yeah. I was shocked. So yeah, everybody practice fire drills. That's my tip. Yeah. I feel like people with children at least like train them oh, yeah. of like, Hey, this is what we do mm-hmm. and this is how we do it. And mm-hmm. this is the way we get out. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, at least being aware of, I think I grabbed my phone and my purse. I feel like my purse has most of the essentials. I don't know why I didn't grab my purse. Yeah. I was worried about being cute. That was the problem. And mind you, there are no cute guys that live in this building. Yeah. None. <laughs> I've scoped it out. And there's some very nice gentlemen. Yeah. They're just not any cute ones. Okay. So, priorities. I mean, it was the firemen, really, is what. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> old and round. Oh. The one I saw. Hmm. There's some hot firemen in the city, though. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Any priorities. Um. Second puberty for me, do you know any women Mm -hmm. who use men's deodorant? Yes. Okay. They're lesbians. Does that count? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. One's not. I know one that's not. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I I do know people of the non-lesbianist persuasion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I just, I've... I feel like my body becomes immune to deodorant. Yes, probably you every have to like, switch it up. yeah, and mm-hmm. I f- feel like I'm running out of brands. <laughs> <laughs> and I mentioned it to a mutual friend, Ooh. and she was like, "Oh, I don't have the issue, but I know someone who does." But she went the hippie route and like makes her own like fucking oil and I don't know paste deodorant, which I'm not gonna do. I don't no. care that much. That's a lot no, of work. That's disgusting. So I might go with the men's deodorant, okay. but I I have heard you have to be careful. Um, if you put it on after shaving, because I guess some brands have alcohol irritate. in it. Yeah. yeah. And so. Have you tried degree extra strength? I don't know what I'm on right. I think. Let me show you my deodorant. It's really good. And okay. It's like, I've been on it for years and I just changed scents and it helps. Okay. I've been on. And I'm a crazy sweater. So. Okay. I am on a degree. I can't remember yeah. the specific Let one me, right now. I really, really, really like it. So if you haven't, if you, I'd be shocked if you tried it. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I have a couple friends that use men's deodorant. Okay. And then I also feel like I have a couple of guy friends that use women's deodorant. I know men who okay. use So I think deodorant. like that is like branding. Okay. You know, like yeah. I feel like deodorant is deodorant. I think that's literally marketing. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, I mean, yeah, you'll have a little bit of different ingredients, but I think more ingredients for market purposes. And I'll probably try to find a more, you know, neutral yeah. Yeah, yeah. scent. I um, think you go for it. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. another thing, just given that you mentioned the importance of documents, yes. uh, I realized just in a moment of boredom, but decided to be productive mm-hmm. is I keep a lot of like bills and statements and whatnot. Yes. Same. And I started going through and realizing the ones I should be shredding and getting rid of. And mm. I have basically been hoarding a lot of things the last couple of years. Yes, absolutely. I don't know how I forgot my address from two years ago <laughs> because I have a credit card and cable bills from like three residences ago. Me too. You're not supposed to have that stuff? Not like the monthly statements. You can get rid of that shit. Who knew? Especially if you no longer have an account with those people. Oh. Like well. I might keep, like I, you want to hang on to like your leases 
Um, I found a house offer for a house we did not even get. (laughs) Okay, I let that go. (laughs) I let that go. Okay. Yeah, so I basically, I shredded a lot of stuff. I had to, like, get my shredder break. Yeah. And now I have a new bag of shit just to shred because I started yes. going through like old like household type binders and like mm. just like, trying to get I my have, shit like, more organized from like car repairs I've done I think those are important like if you ever sell the car or if like an issue oh. comes back later oh, okay. okay so good. those aren't bad to keep okay. but like there's no reason I need my direct tv bill from three years ago <laughs> from those. September can we have a shredding party <laughs> I have those <laughs> and I'm running out of room in my little box like they're all organized and like like accordion folders okay and then my accordion folders go in another like box yeah with all my important files i'm really telling where all my important files are which is okay my birth certificates in there my passports in there i really shouldn't be telling this <laughs> and but it's getting full like my box is too big like yeah. it's getting squished yeah so i maybe think we actually get rid of some of that i think it's something i found on like pinterest or like real simple magazine but mm-hmm. it's like you know what to keep and when to get rid of and like what mm-hmm. even to shred or like literally a retention policy is what you're talking about oh okay yes yeah. so we have them at work <laughs> okay they're called retention policies and basically there are laws but also just like policies set in the organization where you have to keep certain documents certain documents for a certain amount of time i apologize if i'm slurring a bit <laughs> i'm one, one bottle down of wine <laughs> A little celebratory, made it's, it through the work week. It's the weekend, guys. It's the weekend. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's basically, we need a retention policy for our home. Yeah, you just you just need to be aware. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's important for me to keep cable bills from Mm-mm. three years ago and two Agreed. providers ago, but... I've seen the light. I, I was surprised when I had, like, an insurance issue in the past, like, month or two, and I had, for the house stuff, oh. we had some hail damage. Yeah, that's but, right. I realized, like, oh, so I need to find our our homeowner's policy. And I found it a lot quicker than I thought it was. That's awesome. So, to be organized. So, yeah, should, should to be organized with. Awesome. Um, okay, so I think that covers second puberty, second puberty. for yeah. this week. Yes. So, um, from there... Arranged. Arranged, because mother-daughter, I think, is officially dead. I keep checking the website. There's, we're, there's nothing. We're over it. It was great while it lasted, and we appreciate it. Yeah. But sometimes we think we just need to let things go. Because I also checked the website. Okay, yeah. And I Googled, and I just couldn't find anything. Yeah. I to... But I think it's because that lady said, I'm going to fucking sue you guys. And I like <sighs> after we did our searches, I was like, I wonder if they took it all down because she said, I'm going to sue you guys. Because they were starting it into her being like a kid toucher. Well, I think that probably Allegedly. probably the ratings of two in the yeah. <laughs> twenty to thirty five demographic. Yeah. <laughs> true, that's very somewhere true. within the U.S. That's very true. Yeah, it was only us watching that show. So they so they just didn't have a fighting chance. Cut their losses. Fair. All right. So arranged. Ah, uh, so. Maybe we start with the Indian couple, because I feel yes. like we have the least amount on them. Yes, because okay. I think, I feel like I say this every week, I change, but I stand by this. The Indian couple is the only couple that's going to make it. I think he's gay. You, what? <laughs> what? You think he's gay? Why? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's... You I there's totally not, uh, knocked me off my What? What? There's just little things where, I don't know, maybe it's because he is so, like, chauvinistic. He's or so chauvinistic. And, like, misogynist. But mm-hmm. then, I don't, I feel like the way he describes it, it also kind of like, oh, well, this is what you're supposed to do. You have the wife, and the wife takes care of this, and you yeah. just become this successful guy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Like, 
on one end, I don't feel like there's something specific about her that like draws him in. Like right. I don't think he particularly is like in love with her no. or like turned on by her or any no. of that. And then part of me wonders of like, I don't know. I could really just see him as like a closeted gay guy. I feel like she always says this is not a love marriage. And I think it is so apparent they have no love for each other. Yeah. But I think they can grow to love each other and get to know each other. I think they genuinely care about one another. I think he is very money hungry. Yeah. And success hungry. Yeah. And he, it sounds like he was raised that way. Definitely. And it sounds like, obviously in real estate, we know it took a hard hit. So I imagine he lost a lot of money in 0809. Right. And so I think he's starting to build himself back up and get that success he craves. Okay, yeah. And I think he's a little, not standoffish, but like kind of preoccupied with being rich. And he thinks that okay, she can wait and all the love stuff can wait and I'm going to get rich first and then once I'm rich, we can do whatever we want. I did appreciate that he jumped on the baby train. Yeah. With, you know, very little push. Yeah, and even like he was like, you said you want more romantic dinners. I think we should just buy a restaurant so we can have dinners all the time. And I get that frustration from her. Like, yo, that's not what I'm talking about. Right. But it's like, I see where he is. He's just always about... Like, one of my friends is, like, quotes a stay scheming. Like, he's okay. always about that <laughs> next money maker. And yeah. he's like, once I get my money solid, don't worry, girl. Like, I got you. Which I feel like, I don't know. His his aspirations mm-hmm. are, like, Bill Gates shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like. He ain't going to do that, but good luck. Exactly, yeah. He can fall a little short, though. Right, yeah. yeah. No, if, you know, maybe a $500,000 home. Right. And a couple of places throughout the country isn't right. anything to laugh about exactly like you were fucking successful yeah 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 exactly um i think that's why i think they're gonna make it i think they will fall in love with each other eventually that gay thing i'm gonna (laughs) keep my eye out because i don't quite see that uh there is something not this episode i feel like it was the episode before this or Mm -hmm. maybe even the episode before that but Mm -hmm. there was something where i'm just like maybe and now it's like just kind of like in the back of my head Which, mind you, I'll, I'll support him either way. Like, of course. I, I love it. Everyone needs a good beard. Yeah, but maybe it's just because I also feel like they have, like, nothing in common besides nothing. that they're married to each other. And they, they're not even the same kind of Indian. Like, no. 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 They don't have anything in common. No. Yeah, so, <laughs> shocked. I think they're going to make it. You think he's gay? Let's see what happens. I didn't say they're going to get divorced. I just... Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just know his, his true yeah. sexuality. Whew, I don't know if we should move to the Texas couple or the Jewish couple. I'm going to let you decide because I know you have a lot. A lot. Um, I feel like we can do Texas. Okay, good. So, uh, since then, since the last episode where there was like the confrontation with the mother-in-law. Right. They've just been more so kind of butting heads. Yes. Which really the underlying issue with that is the fact that she took this flight attendant job mm-hmm. without really discussing it with him. And she's a bitch. And she's a bitch. She's mm-hmm. literally a bitch. She's ungrateful and she is unrealistic and she's out of touch with her. Oh yeah. When they were looking at houses, I'm just like, have you never like made Ever. a dollar? She's never worked in Have her you life. never looked at our she budget? She thinks she's a lot cuter than she actually is. Oh, she wears a lot of makeup. She wears her blush. And I don't like to do this because Lord knows I'm not perfect. And when I was with my family in May in Nashville, my mom introduced me to bronzer. Oh. And I fell in love. Yeah, And yeah. my mom let me use her bronzer and she looked at me. She's like, oh my God, 
don't use any more. She like had to help me debronze myself. So Lord knows I can get a little heavy handed okay, okay. with the accent. Yeah. But if I see that bitch wear some freaking pink ass blush to her eye to her hairline, not blended well one more time. I think I'm gonna find her on like Twitter and just like have to tell her, like private message her and be like, girl, go to Mac, go to Lori Mercier, where I go, and stop it. It must stop. I just wanna like run my finger over her face oh. and just feel like the oh, layer, the, cake. the like Play Doh coming off. Oh, she has an ugly personality and she has an ugly face. She does. And she. It's crazy because she's unrealistic about money, but then she said she controls the budget. Yeah. Um, which I feel, I don't know what the fuck's going on with that, because she starts wanting to spend all these things and just says, like, I budgeted, I budgeted. Like, are you not eating for the next, like, week? Like, what? We imagine they probably pay two cents for this trailer. Every That's month. true. Yeah. Like, what do they... But mind you, he's a teacher, too. Yeah. So, I don't know what's going on. Like, yeah. And here's the thing. I don't think they... I think, unlike the Indian couple who couldn't spend a lot of time together... Or a Jewish couple who couldn't spend a lot of time together. They could have. Yeah. They're regular white people. They Their religions don't forbid them from having discussions and, like, hanging out. Right. They long should have decided what kind of church they were going to go to. Yes. I have never, and I have a lot of religious family, like, I have never heard of that. And I they've married people outside of their direct denomination. Like, I've never heard that they get married and don't decide on a home church. Right. And I would think... Especially given that you're religious based, and I would imagine like family oriented. And did they meet in church? I I think some of these stories are a little fish. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, if anything, I would imagine there would have been a conversation coming up of like, how do we want to raise our child? Yes. Where will the child be like baptized slash Christian? Yeah. Like where? How are we gonna go about that? Like mm-hmm. maybe like okay, we want to keep our separate churches for now. When kids come in the picture, you would at least have that decision of, right. are we going to find a whole separate church? Which I, I don't feel like is realistic no, for either of them. But no. there would be a decision then. And I also feel like neither of them is coming into it looking for a compromise. No. Because... She, I think he's more willing. He's more willing, but he's also aware that mm-hmm. he is a pushover. Yeah. And he's getting very resentful for yes. that. As he should. As he should. Yeah. And I think I, like, obviously coming from a more religious background, it is... I kind of, I think she said it, it is unnatural to be married and go to separate churches. And I feel like she made a good point about like, you're literally receiving different messages and part of being at church and receiving like the word of God is that you commune with your family afterwards and your friends okay, and talk about like how that affected you, what you took from the message, like, and part of, that's part of being a part of the church community. Like right. you learn from each other as well. Right. So I agree. Like you're going to one church, she's going to another church, like. And you're see, receiving different words. You can't come together and talk about like, wow, I had a really great experience at church and this is what the message was. And he's like, well, this is the message at my church. Like, even though it's the same Bible, we all know that. No, exactly. And I mean, it could, you know, there could be an incident, for example, that happens like nationally. Yeah. And, you know, two churches could have different, two, totally different yeah. stances on it. Not yeah. to say like one would be positive, one would be negative, yeah. but just different ways that they draw strength exactly. and like rely on their faith and exactly. how they like see to overcome it. I don't know. This is one of the marriages I think will fail first because she is so stubborn and so unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they actually do like each other. I think they're the one of the couples that actually, well, the Jewish couple like each other too. Yeah. I think they actually do like each other and care for each other and are attracted to each other. But I'm just like, she is going to ruin her marriage 
because she is so like she even said it I'm stubborn and I was raised as an independent woman but I'm like no you weren't because if you were like you would have had a job already you know like the, right you yeah no you were all these things set up that you're doing that are very immature yeah. you wouldn't be acting this way no you were babied mm-hmm. by your boss mama and now you think yeah. you can just step in and be a boss lady yeah. when you have like no idea what that takes to like yes have a marriage and have a household right and um, you know you're hit her mom like listens to her dad and you can just tell from their relationship like they laugh together yeah her mom will even say like i'm the head of this household and the husband's just like oh okay girl and and they right. laugh about it like yeah. you can tell like it's it's definitely more equal there which i i don't know i feel like as a person who's probably more passive in yeah. relationships and friendships at a certain level i imagine a dominant person needs some kind of pushback yeah or is not going to respect anyone who never stands up for themselves right so the fact that he's finally doing it now and saying, like, I don't want you to take the job. You shouldn't take the job. Like, blah, blah. Like, mind you, one, he should have said that when she said she applied. Yes, of yeah. like, whoa, whoa, realistically, if this goes forward, how are we going to deal with this? Right. But, yeah, no, I don't I don't see them lasting. Me either. I, I don't know how they anyone lasted a date with this woman. I don't know either. I, I don't so care how amazing. Now I kind of feel for Melba a bit where Melba's like, you're not perfect. I thought Melba was not being a nice woman. But right. now I'm like, oh, she probably saw that this this girl was a dumb little girl. Right. And mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not necessarily things that she thinks are tacky or trashy. Right. But the fact that she comes at it with this attitude of like, mm-hmm. well, it's my way or the highway yes. and it's my wedding. And so da, da. self-righteous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then just seeing your son roll over on all of that too. Oh, I'm sure it's heartbreaking. Yeah. No one wants um, to do that. So moving on to the, the creme de la creme. <sighs> the Jewish couple. The Orthodox Jews. Uh, Orthodox Jewish. They are finally married. Yes. They're... Which I love their wedding. Probably one of my favorite weddings. I loved that dancing to the bride. Okay. Um, I mean, not. I wouldn't make this my whole wedding ceremony, but something about... I think tradition is awesome. Obviously, right. who doesn't, right? But I love that the men got together and the women got together, which I feel like that's pretty standard, too, okay. like when yeah. you're in a traditional wedding, like American wedding yeah, um, or Western wedding. But I loved that they danced to the bride and everyone was dancing in the joyous part of that okay. when they first see each other. Okay. I was like, I kind of want to do that, where before the ceremony, everyone's just kind of kicking it. Yeah. And then the guys all have to dance to me. I love dancing. It's, see, it's interesting because, like, I don't know, maybe because I'm, like, more petty. Yeah. To me, I saw it as more of a male-centric thing. Of really? He comes to her. She sits and waits, and the man comes to her. Yeah, Which, but... mind you, it's, like, a happy celebration thing. But I don't know. Maybe that's because I'm just so used to, like, he doesn't see her until she gets to the altar. Yeah. But, like, in my head, that's how I thought of it. Of, like, they're seeing, there were a couple of things, at least from what they showed throughout the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Which seemed more male-centric. Mm-hmm. But then I also know there's a lot of um, mutual parent-oriented things. Mm-hmm. Like in Jewish couples, both parents walk yep. the child down the aisle. Yep. I appreciate the things the mothers did during the ceremony yeah, to incorporate that. Me too. So, I mean, overall, definitely interesting. A, I liked seeing their traditions. Like, I yeah. really liked it. I really enjoyed their wedding. Uh, their marriage is horrible. But I think their marriage is <laughs> Their horrible. communication is horrible. <laughs> their commu- because they're young. I, yeah. I really think they're just right. like a younger couple. And yeah. I think that their marriage will, for the most part, last. Ugh. I don't think that 
I here's one of the lies I think was told okay. that she decided to be an Orthodox Jew and then met him. I think she met him and then decided to be an Orthodox Jew oh. because she and I think that the community wouldn't let her say that because like it looks bad. Like it's okay. not like, you know, it's not like Catholics. They just kind of let you marry in or yeah, like, yeah. I guess regular Jewish people. You just have to convert. Right. I think Orthodox Jews are a little bit more traditional where it's like. No, 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 you just can't come in here and get married. You need to be here, and then you can get married. Because all the comments that she makes about, like, the traditions and all the changes she's made, I was like, but if you were already turning into Orthodox, these wouldn't be set, this wouldn't be such a struggle for you. Right. I feel like you met this guy, he was Orthodox Jew, and you knew what was up. I also feel like there's probably a difference for her maybe being raised more traditional, traditional. or strict. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jewish, and then trying to incorporate the Orthodox part of it as right. an adult. Right. Like, just the example of something of eating kosher. Yeah. Like, it's one thing when you go out to a restaurant and you ask or you see it on the menu. Right. It's a whole other thing to keep a kosher kitchen. Right. And to keep things separate. Mm-hmm. And to look at a recipe and be like, oh, wait, I can't have cream in the sauce. Like, for the... Um, there's a thing of like you have to separate your dairies and your meats. Oh. So you're not you're not gonna use real butter in like a meat based dish. Are you serious? I'm totally serious. Not only from watching the show, but I just watched an episode of Chopped that Ooh. was like religious people. Like there was Ooh. a um, I call it a nun. Most people call it a, others call it a sister. Um, and I then there was like two pastors, like a guy and no. a girl, and then there was a rabbi. What? And part of the rabbi thing when he was cooking is like. Because you can't do that when he was doing different things. He used non-dairy. And even throughout the meal, like, not just for the appetizer or the entree. Of, like, for his dessert, he used, like, non-dairy, like, margarine and, like, non-dairy milk. Because you don't mix your dairies with your meats. This is crazy to me. It is crazy. (laughs) Which, to bring on to the next side of crazy. (laughs) For part of the requirements of this religion. Yes. Which they have chosen. Mm -hmm. But... The idea of Nadia. I know because I started some Googling. Oh, I love you for doing research. (sighs) Nadia is, let me explain it because I feel like you have a little read. Nadia is when a lady is on her menzies. Yes. The husband and wife cannot touch. Yes. They cannot pass things to each other. They cannot sleep in the same bed. Yep. They cannot be intimate in any way. And I think they explained it well where they said it's to bring the importance of intimacy to light so you don't take it for granted, but also strengthen the relationship outside of intimacy. I don't think that's, I don't think that's the only way to do it. Right. But I thought they explained it well for me to understand because I did not understand. Like, I just thought, I just like, okay, so some old... Jewish men did not like to, <laughs> didn't want to get their red wings. Exactly. And they're like, hey girl, let's write this shit in our religion that we're not supposed to touch these toes when they're bleeding. And I I liked how the dad was like, yeah, it's hard because basically for two weeks, you guys can't touch. I'm like, what kind of periods do these women have that are for two weeks? So I did some Googling because okay. I wanted a list. Okay. I'm kind of like what you just laid out very nicely. Okay. But all I got was a lot of text <laughs> from websites. Okay. Um, essentially it's not just, well, you're, you're menstruating, but it's also base the most cohesive I could get is the idea of there's this concept of not only is it your period, but it's when you're clean seven days after your period. 
Oh. So it ends up being like two weeks. For, so what he was saying, like literally half the time. You're married. You're not doing it. Yeah. There's no way. Which, like you were saying for me, like I get it. We're both ladies. We're both, yeah. you know, hygienic. Yeah. Periods are gross. They're not fun. I would like to deal with it less if I could. Sure. But. But you can get your red wings at any time. Exactly. And I think if you're committed in a relationship, mm-hmm. particularly a very serious marriage. Yes. You should be able to to do that and to step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. Or, Lay down a towel. Or the very least, if she doesn't want to get down with it. Right. Hey, you can sleep in the same bed. Woman's choice. You can give her a back rub. Yes. <gasps> you give can, her a back rub. You can still be intimate without getting rooms and dirty. Right. And, oh, I don't know. It it really bothers me, and I feel like because they're so young, it's yeah. going to be very tough for them to overcome. Yeah. Um, I bet they break Nindia, or whatever it's called. I, I feel like she asked him to knock her up just so they could break it. Oh. Because that's what they said in the preview of, like, wait, you're already talking about starting a family? like Which makes no sense to me because they're in college. Yeah, she's... They t- have no job. I feel like... I feel like he's in school to become a rabbi. Like, I don't know if oh, he has really? any, like, career aspirations. Uh, like, rabbis I don't know. can be married? I don't know. I don't know where the money's coming from. <laughs> I don't know if either of them is working. They're Jewish. They just have it. <laughs> it's a possibility. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I was not comfortable with the Nadia thing. And, yeah, no, I feel like it's a, another way for... That that religion separated women as the other, women mm-hmm. as the dirty. Mm-hmm. And then the idea of that if... I think in one of the texts it said, like, if they do fool around, like, it was... Death? A, it was a death. It was, like, a yes. harsh enough... Yes. I couldn't offense. believe that. I was like, yeah, well, this is serious. Like, men back in the day hated the period. They were just not about the blood. Which I'll, I'll give you, like, it's not... I'm, I'm pretty sure there's other religions that originated around that time where mm-hmm. there was a whole separate tent. Like, you went no. and you you lived in a different place during that time. When you were on your Menzies? I think there's a whole, like, book called The Red Tent. What? I never read it, but I've heard about it. Oh, my God. But I think technically it's like a historical fiction story, but it's based on actual events of, yes, women went to a separate place when they were menstruating. Wow. And lived there, or when they actually had the child. I don't think it was a whole pregnancy, but oh. I think... When they had the child. When there was a lot of blood excreting from your regime. I mean, basically, if anything's coming out of your vagina that isn't sexy juice. <laughs> they don't juice, want anything to do with it. Basically. <laughs> like, I, oh, no, that, it made me so frustrated and uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm also premenstrual, so it's just like a <laughs> knife and, like, I'm just like, really? Really? I don't know why. I, I just, I watched it this morning. Okay. And mind you, I guess I was in a different kind of space because I wasn't comfortable in my home. I was at work miserable. And oh, I was yeah. like, seems okay to me. <laughs> like, You're like, if I'm the guy, I don't want to be around that. No, I'm not trying to get my red wings if I'm the guy. I'm just going to let you know. I want, I always proposition a guy to get his red wings. Okay. I've tripped men into getting their red wings before. Wow. Full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> um... But, like, if I were a guy, that doesn't seem like something I would be into. I, I will give you guy, guy, or, or let's be honest, I'm at least, I'm a back rub girl. Right. Yes. I'm a back rub. Yes. I'm picking up some chocolate. Yes. We'll definitely cuddle on the same bed. <laughs> yes. You know. Yes. It'll be a pajamas week. It'll but, be a pajamas week. Like, but yeah. Yeah. Which I, so yes, we have that. 
understanding, and Absolutely. we'll give men credit for that. Right. But as women, y'all are pieces of shit. Yes. Yes. Amen. You need to get over it. Jewish culture as a whole. <laughs> as a whole. But Orthodox. You, you also have the right to your religion. I think I'm just learning more and more. Right. <laughs> Let's not forget that. I'm just learning more and more about this religion. Like, a lot of stuff came up about, like, just the budget and and just just everything he says is so, I think, um, robotic. Okay. In the sense that he, I don't think he actually fully understands what he's saying. Yeah. I think he's taking what he gets from, like, his rabbi and from his father. Mm-hmm. And he's regurgitating it to his wife. Right. And she didn't grow up that way. And even the his dad mentions it like she's gonna challenge him which is a good thing right and I feel like she didn't grow up that way and she's like you realize you sound like an idiot right like you realize you literally just sound stupid like yeah it makes no sense and he gets flustered I think like he can't handle it because I think he thought like she was gonna be like okay that makes perfect sense and she's like actually it makes no sense you have a shitty car and I don't know talking about money now I guess, yeah yeah jump yeah there. yeah um, another issue that they're dealing yeah, with which who doesn't right and like, I also think that they're young enough and not as experienced in their relationship of they don't understand when you're talking to a different person you may have to alter the message right you can be saying the exact same thing mm-hmm. but you don't realize i should say it differently to my spouse yep. than i would my best friend no, or i would a complete or stranger exactly. yeah exactly oh i'm sorry go back to the india when he went to his friend's house yeah no that was some shady ass shit yes and then the next day and uh, this was what pissed me off about him he was like man i haven't seen you guys in so long i was like you've been married for two weeks where have you been? Yeah. And then they were like, oh, we're going to go to Tony's house. We're going to play video games and play beer pong. He's like, Tony's house. I miss Tony's house. I'm like, you've been married for two weeks. If you need a two-week break, your marriage I'm a little worried about. Yeah. Because she's having her menzies, dude, grow up. And especially the first one. Yeah. Like, like her saying, like, yeah. if you're going to bounce out, like, every time, yeah. like, this is not. It's not going to work. Right. Anyways, I'm sorry. Yeah. So they go in to talk about money and... And he's like, she has four lattes a day, which is quite excessive. Right. I have one latte kind of every day. Okay. Sometimes I have two lattes on a bad day. It's, and that's a lot. And that that's Nikki budget. I Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I'm thinking more like not even money-wise, but like, is she shitting every two hours? <laughs> because like coffee makes you poop. It, there's, I think if, if it's normal shits it's okay to shit like every two hours no 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 i have a very (laughs) regular poop schedule and and it's not every two hours it's real regs though it's like three times a day yeah yeah okay which is normal but if i have coffee you're in you're getting another poop in there i mean like if you're having four because coffee is like a diuretic okay so not a good poop nah Okay. I mean, I mean, not at four. Like, if I have one, okay. I have solid poops. Okay, okay. But I imagine if I had four coffees in a day. Maybe this is why she's so cranky. I think this is why she's so skinny. I'm thinking something I need. Like, she must have a nice colon. Because all the poops getting scraped. Well, I also feel like she's so, like, high-strung about everything. Yeah, and maybe it's, like, a college thing. And I'm yeah. just a little bit more removed from college. Right. And I just never was a coffee drinker. I yeah. made myself start drinking coffee because... Okay. I was really into like uh, rock stars and Red Bulls in college, and that made me really sick. And then um, I just, as an adult, was like, I need to start drinking coffee because sometimes I'm tired. Right, yeah. I'm not going to do Coke, so. 
Those are, those are your coffee. two options. Yes, That's an yes. adult, guys. It's Coke or coffee, and I choose coffee for now. And I... Ooh, Adderall. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I have caffeine on accident, and I get, like, a headache for two days, guys. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um. Anyways, so they're talking about budgeting. Yes. And he's, like, ex- he's in charge of the expenses, which usually there is one person in charge. Okay. And he's examining the budget and asking her, like, listen, we only have a savings, which, mind you, they don't have jobs. So they're literally only spending. There's no income here. Right, yeah. And so it's like, listen, we are having we're like spending from our savings a lot. We have rent, which makes no sense. Um, because you will eventually run out of money. Right, yeah. Um, you buy four lattes a day, girl. And then he goes into some bullshit I don't co-sign. He crosses a line about makeup. He does he does talk about makeup in a way that he has no understanding None. of both why why women make certain why women make certain makeup choices yes and then also why women wear makeup absolutely and she yeah. goes into it she's like i it's taken me years to find the right makeup that doesn't that works for my face as far as like doesn't make me break out yeah and, it, and she explained it so eloquently and i was like exactly like men have no idea how hard it is and it's like of course i would love to spend two dollars on makeup from from the drugstore right but that makes me look like a pimple face like a gross teenager yeah i've spent years and money perfecting this she could have sent him the picture of Uh, the southern wife and been like this is not what i look like with makeup right (laughs) it's like a scared straight exactly (laughs) exactly exactly and so yeah no it's like how dare he? And then he tries to cover it up with like, I just really think you have natural beauty and she'd lo- you should go with your natural beauty. And I love that she doesn't even say like, she's not so insecure where she's like, I don't have natural beauty. She's like, yeah, but I don't want to see that shit. You know, like, and I was like, yeah, girl, like acknowledge that you are naturally beautiful, but like, right. that is not the point. Yeah. And, yeah. and I just, I was like, he's so naive. This poor kid. He has no idea. I think this, this marriage and it goes into the other show that I think is a really bad show that we're going we're gonna to have a section of really bad TV shows that we're not going to watch, but we want to talk about. <laughs> okay. This marriage, I think, is a prime example of young people who are religious, which is great. Right? Do you? Yeah. Who want to abstain. Also great. Not for everybody. But because they want to abstain, they get married really young so they can bone. Yeah. And I think that sets you into a world of trouble. Yep. Because you could just bone and pray for forgiveness. <laughs> like, I, I, and you know what? That's, you know, that's also, my opinion. if you're not boning yourself, you don't even know what's good. You don't even know what you like. You have no idea. I'm not, We I'm just not, watched a movie about. Not, not, not making good choices. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying that you have to. Look at all the porns and decide what's for you. You don't even have to look at porn, but I, if you're not doing something with yourself, Mm -hmm. if you're not having open conversations with people that you're interested in, yes, then you're gonna end up disappointed or, you know, having sex with prostitutes. Exactly. Which, I mean, some of us slip up, (laughs) but you get back on that track, right? Um, so, so I, I think you mentioned the show a little bit before and yes. I haven't actually tracked it down yet. Yes. But like, it's called 
Black People, Bachelor, and Jesus. Oh, wait, that show. No, I thought wait, you were talking the, about the teen marriage show. Yes, the teen marriage show. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know what we were going. So the teen marriage show. Okay. I've watched a couple episodes. Okay, okay. I think it's called Teen Marriage. I think that's actually what it's called is Married Teens or Teen Marriage. And is this one on FYI? Like it a is rage? on FYI. Okay. And so, um, so, yeah, it's a teen marriage show. And basically the premise is all these young people, uh, it's funny, a lot of the women are 19. Okay. And a lot of the guys are like 22. Um, so... They, They're barely teens, but they like, just finished their missions. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And so some of them are in college, but they don't like it's it to me. Every time I the two episodes I saw, they just wanted to have sex, and their re, and their resolution for that was marriage, and their parents were okay with that. And I am, and I've seen some previews, but I just wasn't into it because I was like, I'm not watching a bunch of young people. Not, I don't want to say ruin because I think it's really harsh. Okay. A bunch of young people like struggle. Right. Because they just wanted to have sex in like the name of the Lord. Like I find it kind of disgusting and unfortunate. And I think I also think I'm very lucky that my parents are very religious, but were not so condemning that I felt free enough to bone who I please. Yeah. Yeah. And my mother's not going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I just am like, it's kind of sad to me that, like, you you feel like this is the way to go. And even, uh, there's some previews where some of them are even seeing counselors already. Wow. And have said they wanted divorces already. Um, there's some where the guy is so lazy. Mind you, these are just previews, but, like, where the guy is so lazy and won't get a job, he literally tells his wife, I just want to walk work as, like, a grocery bagger my whole life. What? What? How are you supporting a family on a grocery bagger? And so that to me, I'm like, this is sad. Yeah. These people, when you get married young, and you know, we know, like you were married young, but yeah, like, yeah. I think for the most part, you're the exception. When you get married young, I think you really stunt your potential. Yeah. Because you sacrifice a lot for your marriage, and heaven forbid you have children young. Yeah. It really, then you really stunt your potential. And so I think that's why it makes me really sad because I'm like, these people, not saying they cannot go on to be great, Mm -hmm. but I feel like they're really limiting themselves. And I think it's all in the name to have sex. I I honestly do. And that could be me being judgy, but I don't think these kids really love each other. I don't think they really think we can't be without each other. Like what marriage is supposed to be, right? Yeah. Where you're like, wow, I love you so much that like, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I think they love them so much they want to bow. See, and I, I just wonder, like, in those religious upbringings, if there's not the right emphasis on marriage as a partnership, right. marriage as the frame for building a family, right. marriage is, you know, having someone there to support you through good times and bad, mm-hmm. versus sex is sacred and sex right. only happens in marriage. Right. And I also wonder that, too. And I always wonder, too, if people... Because my parents were very honest and open about, like, marriage is very difficult. Yeah. And marriage is maybe something you don't do when you're so young like we did. Yeah. And I always wonder if those parents ever say that to their children. Like, marriage is actually very, very hard. Mm-hmm. It is wonderful, and there are a lot of benefits to it. And yeah. And you really, as a couple, become wonderful. But there's also a lot of sacrifice. And I don't also, I don't know if parents really say that to their children. No, and I think even, like, 
I've been with Mr. Ignis a long time. Even yes. like early in our relationship, when we would have the kid talk, mm-hmm. he would make the comment of what parents do you see that are both happy with their children and happy with their relationship? Because mm. it seems like there's a point where people choose one or the other of what right. they're going to focus their time and energy on. Right. And I do feel like a marriage within a family should be the foundation of what a good relationship is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people in general aren't brought up with that. Right. And I don't think people take the opportunities when life does emphasis of like oh well yeah you know that actress that had just had a kid like she's not married not everyone has sex within marriage Mm -hmm. and you know that doesn't mean she's a bad person right or like hey yeah this is your uncle's second wife right because marriage is hard and it didn't work with the first wife like Mm -hmm. i don't feel like people have those conversations or like put that emphasis where it could be of you know i i don't know if i've said this before there was a point when I was a little kid, I told my mother I was going to have five husbands. Awesome. And she was like, you know, I think she laughed and then yeah. took a breath, the yeah. way she tells it, because I don't remember it, obviously. Right. But she was like, oh, well, you know, like, divorce isn't a good thing. Like, you shouldn't set into it of, like, I'm going to get divorced. Right. And I told her, no, they're just going to die. Oh, my God. <laughs> so- Jesus Christ. Freaking Black Widow Black already. Widow. But I don't know. Maybe I saw Adam's Family Values. I, I don't know what it was. Why are they dying? That's awesome. Adam's Family Values. Classic. But yeah, no, I feel like there are those opportunities where you could have more realistic conversations, right. even within a religious setting. Yep, agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah. I don't know. People don't, but I'm also not a parent, and I don't know how hard that is. So, so true. <laughs> it's so easy to sit here from our ivory tower with our wine and water. But at the same time, just because we haven't had that specific experience, right. it doesn't negate the fact that we can't have an opinion on it. That's true. So, And I have the experience from a child's point of view, so I can talk a little bit about it. Exactly. We just talked about it before. Our, we did. Our fathers it. worked a lot. Exactly. So we did not see them a lot, and, and we saw Mama stressed. Stressed. Hated, hated life. Not hated, going well. Hated kids. <laughs> yes. Hated children. Was like, don't do this. Hated cooking dinner. I mean, for a long time, and my mom still says it, for a long time, I did not want to get married because I thought, like, that's where women go to, like, hate their lives. And, like, that's where women go to, like, give up all their dreams. Right. And I was like, I never want to do that. I never want to, like, give up my dreams for, like, a man and some children who don't even give a fuck. Yeah. And then I, like, decided, like, I just saw other marriages and I was like okay there are like ways to balance it out right where you don't have to completely sacrifice and I like told my mom like two years ago I was like I think if I find the right guy mm-hmm. I can get married and my mom was like huh who knew like, <laughs> just, she's just like I always just thought you weren't gonna get married and that was just gonna be it and so yeah like it's hard it's hard yeah see and then yeah. I think my take from it from a kid was more of because I come from a big family yeah of like well, I never want to have that many kids <laughs> because then your life is just those kids. Yeah. Like, I think I, you know, the rare times like where my mom would get time to herself, it was like, well, I don't even know what to do with myself. Like, this does not happen. Right. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine. Crazy. Shout out to our moms, even though it was just Father's Day. I love you, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, yeah, longer episode, guys, but I guess you'll appreciate it. Exactly. So, moving on to our, our movie? movie of the episode. Of the episode. Uh, Zipper. Zipper. 
starring some people I don't know. Patrick Wilson and Lena Hedney? Okay. Hendy? I know their faces, not their names. Okay. Um, Patrick Wilson's, I guess most recently in season two of Fargo, mm. um, was in Little Children, mm-hmm. a movie mm-hmm. called Hard Candy with Ellen Page from mm. a few years back. Yeah, uh, I've probably seen that. That's probably what I've seen them in. Lena Hedney, who plays the wife in the film, mm-hmm. um, probably best known as Circe on Game of Thrones. Oh. Shout out to my Game of Thrones watchers. I don't watch that. She has huge nips. She was also the wife in the movie 300 with Jeremy oh, Butler. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, the Spartan wife. From. Badass Spartan she wife. She's a good wife. She She's will. She's kind of like a rat or die bitch. She will wife the shit out of you. <laughs> That's what I want said in my vows. <laughs> I'll slip him a note. Mind you, I already have my entire wedding planned. Anyways. I'm um, okay with that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, movie, basically, career lawyer. Uh, assistant U.S. prosecutor. Yes. Uh, he is gearing for a career move. Could be in politics. Could be an um, attorney general. Yeah. So, everyone's kind of asking him what he's kind of high... High and mighty. Yeah. Wife is very supportive. They have one kid together. Um, you know, seemingly normal marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, she obviously they allude to her being also being in law and being super smart, but choosing the the wife role. Yeah. So I think mean, kind of fits the theme of everything we've been talking about tonight. Yes. Um, about women and marriage, but takes a backseat in her career to raise their one child. And do some charity stuff. I and feel like work. she's not just, you know, making crafts yeah, yeah. and I mean, dinner I'm, every day. I'm in the charity world, as the Dallas of Dallas Housewives say. Yeah, yeah. Charity world. Um, so, yeah, it does charity work and very yeah. well known in her charity work. She comes from, like, a high-power family because mm-hmm. her dad's well-connected. His mom, they talk about, was a hippie. Yeah, and that's kind of what we get from like background protester lady. Yeah, exactly for yeah. families. So it kind of opens with him in court, um, and he gets flirty with an intern, mm-hmm. which who doesn't? Now she's uh, cute. I mean, yeah. he's a good-looking older guy. Yeah, she's from Glee, mind you, the intern. Oh, that's mm-hmm. where she looked familiar. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So good, good-looking older guy. He's just high and mighty. Everyone's patting him on the back, congratulating him. What's the next career move? Uh, goes to a meeting and it's with a, a prostitute, a high-end escort, and he kind of gets intrigued by this high-end escort. Yeah, he had previously turned down a move the intern had made. Yes, she oh, had kissed right. him in an alley because yes. that's where all shady sexual dealings start. True, uh, in alleys. Yes, <laughs> and she he turned it down and said, "No, I'm married." Yep. And she was like, I won't tell, you won't, or something like that. Something slutty that was appropriate. She said, I can keep a secret. And he said, yeah, but I won't be one of yours. Mm, nice. Which, good line. Good line if that. someone's trying to make you shady. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use it. Um, so, yeah. So then he turns her down. He goes home. Mm-hmm. It's late. He jacks off, watches some porn. Very polite. Typical of married life, I would say. Yeah, and then and then goes into bed and snuggles his wife. Yeah, and that's it. And that was the end of like the main scene. That's not it. I'm sorry, the movie keeps going. No, that this yeah. opening. Opening. Clear exposition. Yeah, but then he gets intrigued by this prostitute. Yes. And does a little searching and a little bit of like, oh, do I or don't I? And then we fast forward to he actually does. He gets a burner phone. Yep. Makes an appointment. And he sees one of the ladies from the website, and he's nervous, and he's like, I'm married, 
And she's just talking, prostituting him up, talking yeah. him down from the ledge. Yeah. And he starts talking about himself. And this is where the movie turns suspicious for me. She starts, he starts talking about himself like, I can't do this. I've been married for 18 years, 15 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, how old are you? And he's like, we got married very young. And I'm like, okay, not that young though. <laughs> like, and mind you, you had a kid way old because your kid's not that old. Yeah. Like he, he. Could looks like early forties, maybe. Yeah. So you've been married since you were like in your twenties. Yeah, like I feel like that's not unusual. No, and then you had your only, you had your kid in your late thirties. Yeah, you're not thirty. If you were thirty, you got married at seventeen. Like that makes more sense to me. And your kid's twelve. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. And so he's like, we got married very young, and she's like, oh no, and he's like, she. He said he literally says she cheated on me when we were in college. And, like, looks away like he was so hurt by that. Yeah. But that was before we were married. And I'm like, what does that have to do with like anything? he has been resenting and holding this shit in for 13 years. That's insane. That's insane. He should have never married her. Exactly. Like, I feel like either you get over it or yes. you don't. Like, why would you even bring that up? And somehow she she's like, okay, well... Does your wife not do anything for it? It was my other favorite thing. Oh, yeah. Does your wife not, like, does your wife tell you no for certain things or whatever? Like, basically, like, does your wife, your, is your wife not adventurous? And yeah. And, of course, yeah. which I feel like, I think that's the cliche of cheating. Like, oh, you don't let me stick it in your butt, so I gotta go fuck somebody yeah, else. Yeah, you don't blow me, so. Exactly. I'm gonna yes, get blowies from blow. somebody else. I need blowies from some other girl. Yeah. And so, yeah, like. So he's like, she says no. Or like, she says no. And the girl's like, I love exploring new things. And she gives him a blowy. And then I thought they were going to get into some dirty stuff. Yeah. They literally have missionary sex and from the behind sex. And that is it. And I was like, there's no way that the wife doesn't let him have those kinds of sex. Like, I'm like, this is stupid. Like, he should have gone. They should have done something different. I was expecting more facial expressions if that's the first blowy he's had in 13 years. Yes! Yes! So then we're going to skip a couple scenes. So they yeah. go. he goes home eventually, like at one point, to have sex with his wife. Like they have a rendezvous. Yeah, yeah. They're getting sexy time. And she doesn't blowy him. He goes down he on goes her. He goes her, which always appreciated. Right. But I mean, I feel like it should be some crisscross action going on. Yeah. I mean, a little C9 action. Yeah, yeah. A little something. Like, yeah, everyone yeah. needs a little love. Yeah. But he goes down on her. She's enjoying it. He goes to missionary her and she says, no, no, no. And then makes him bang her from the side. Yeah. Which, I was like, so this is, she's, this makes no sense to me. Like, you won't do it with a missionary, but from the side is your choice position? I Part of me wonders if she doesn't want to look at him, which, mind you, he's not Ooh. bad to look at. But you could also not look at someone from the back unless you feel like that's not a good position for you or, like, it's degrading. I've never met a woman who says the, from the back is not a good position for them. Agreed. But still, like, I don't feel like the side is anything to write the home about. The side is the worst position. When yeah. guys want to have sex with me from the side, I roll my eyes. <laughs> and I agree because it's polite. Yeah. But, like, it's the it's not a fun position. I cannot imagine a woman likes that position. No. That's her favorite position. No. It. I, I was like, this is what we're supposed to believe, that her fave is from the side? 
and he cheats on her because he wants to hit a girl mish and from the back? There's no creativity in that. Which I, and I do get the idea of, even in healthy relationships, if things start to become to you ABC. Absolutely. Or, you know, super vanilla-ish, like mm-hmm. you need to mix it up or do mm-hmm. whatever you're going to do to make things different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to, to be like, you go down on me and then we have side sex just seems like the most boring thing. It's horrible. Yeah. And I was thinking, I wish they would have played up, which I think they did it a little bit, but I wish they would have played up at least more of her dominance sexually because it is very obvious that she's dominant in everything else in their life. Yeah. And even, like, his career. Like, it seems throughout the movie she's pushing him to... He eventually, like, tries to go and get hired or get elected as, like, a senator. Mm-hmm. Like, so he's starting a senatorial campaign. Yeah. Is that what you say? I think so. Senatorial. Okay. Right. Um, and so, yeah, like, I, she's definitely the one pushing him, getting, set up, getting him set up with interviews and the more she pushes him and it like backs him, which is really you can tell her career aspirations through him. Right. The more he bangs other prostitutes, and so it shows all these this like men, um, not menage this um, montage. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, he bangs like fifteen women like yeah, in and, twenty seconds. Yes. Yeah. And he he comments to one of them who's a little clingy. Which we got another scene with her later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she comes back. Guys. Yeah, of of I don't bang the same girl twice. Which that's classy of you. Don't get a relationship status, right? Like, don't get attracted to one girl. That, or you just you want to literally bang as many other people as possible. I sort of respect that. I I mean, if it's still like him fighting back from whatever his resenting thing of she. Yeah. cheated on me once I'm right. gonna cheat on her as many times as possible I guess and I guess when she was upset about it like cause they he eventually confesses it to her and she's like why couldn't you just have an affair where I hated one girl right which I kinda get that cause then you can be like well fuck that bitch right but then I was like ah, I don't like the emotional attachment of one girl I think if I was being cheated on it would make me feel better if it were a lot of other women because it just means you're a horny asshole yeah like you just like to stick your peen in vagines yeah you didn't just fall for someone else yeah. and pick them over me essentially yeah, like you just like to bang girls yeah i can live with that yeah and so well i mean i don't know if i can live with that let's Wait, time no, out yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> let's time out i'm not giving anyone a free pass exactly uh, and I almost wondered, I, I wondered when it got to that point, if they were going to play out some kind of like sex addict, mm-hmm. which if they hint that way, they never explicitly say it. Like no. it's not shame movie. No. But Ooh, that was, I mean, we watched that together. That oh, was I great. love that movie. It's <laughs> a weird movie. It, it is weird, but I like it. Um, um fast yeah. Panda? Um, I think they don't even, I, I mean, if they try to, they do a poor job. I think it's not even like addiction. I think it's control. Yeah. I think that's what they're really hinting at, that he, that something has control over, mm-hmm. and it's where he can exert the power, Yeah, because everything else, he's kind of just living out for his wife, and what, where people do, and he's a smart guy, but even when it comes to the thing, his wife's like, I'm ten times better than you, I was ten times smarter than you in law school, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other, I was making more than you. Yeah. Which, I don't know if they ever get at why she stopped working. Um. Because she got pregnant? I, I would assume the pregnancy or like she kind of knew in as her, a man as a man his mm. the reality which I mean is ironic since 
in the time that we're in. Yeah. But in the reality of like aspirations and realistically, I am better suited for to fall back into a wife position and to push mm. those ambitions onto you. And then versus, ride him up and do my own. Yeah, versus a little Hillary status. Little Hillary status versus mm. I'm going to keep this up and mm-hmm. you can't have less hours or you can stay with the kid mm-hmm. and you're going to be Mr. First Husband. Like, I don't mm. think... You're right. You got to ride the coattails of the Yeah. Night. I mean, you got a house of cards it. You got to... You got a house of cards it. Yeah. Anyways. So, and, and so basically he gets found out by the reporter that's doing a story on him. Mm-hmm. The reporter's like, you're a piece of shit. You're a hypocrite. He goes home to the wife and basically confesses it all on. Wait, like, wait. We're skipping the... What um, skip? When he sees the other girl again. What happens? So he, he's going to see this like super prostitute that he's like never gotten the chance to bang. Oh yeah. And then he realizes while he's at the hotel that he just like gets a feeling. He notices people that look kind of out of place there. Yes. And And there's a sting. And mind you, he's so like hyped up to see this person. Yes. That he's like running around trying to get the cash for the prostitute. Oh my God. That was my favorite scene. How can I skip that? After he like has to run across the street because this ATM's out of order. So he has to go to the other one. Yeah. As he's coming back with like cash in hand. Yeah. He gets hit by a fucking car. Like, hit. Like, really hit. Oh, yeah. Nose bleeding, probably concussion. Oh, yeah. He is concussed. Yeah, he's concussed. And he's so, and it's like a manic scene. So it's like fast moving, fast paced. He's running across the street. He gets hit. I laughed so hard. Because it was, I was like, funny. It, it's from the read, one of my favorite podcasts. It's one of my favorite phrases that Kid Fury came up with. It's called Dickmatized. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something that he's quite often, and basically the Kid Fury's quote is like, I'm tired of women hanging out with these fuck boys. You know what a fuck boy is? Yeah, yeah. Hanging out with these fuck boys because they're so dickmatized. And they're like, girl, the dick be too bomb. And and I was like, I can relate. I've been dickmatized a few times. And so, yeah, like I've been using the phrase. And when he got hit by that car and then just got up yeah. he kept going to the hotel, I was like, Oh my God, he's digmatized, but for vaginas. And so I was trying to think of a clever he's phrase like. Vagitized? Like vagitized? Vagitized is pretty good. Vagitized? Vagitized. We'll have to come up with a better phrase because digmatized is just so good. Cooditized? Cooditized? Like, no, down. Vaginatized? I don't know. We'll come up with it off, offline. Um, but yeah, like he just so, he's so hypnotized by that vagina that he gets hit by a car. So, mind you, when he is noticing these things, he is concussed. Yes. And he's looking around the hotel, and he's like, something's off. Yeah. And he calls the agency back. Yes. And he says, like, something's going down. You're gonna, you're about to get busted. There's a sting. Yeah. Delete all your records. Get out. Do it now. And they're like, can you help us? And he hangs up. Yeah. And then they call him back, and they're like, Call, they call him his real name because he's had a fake name. Yes. They're like, they're like, you're a friend. Can you help us? And he's like, get rid of all your files. And then he throws his phone in the garbage and passes out. Yep. And then he wakes up in the hospital and his wife's like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Who the fuck is the bitch you've been fucking at the Fairmont, ho? Exactly. You got hit by a car by the hotel. Yes. Like, what's going on? Yes. And he's just like, yo, 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 let me get it together. <laughs> <laughs> And I can't that she came out the gate. Like, I don't care that you're concussed. You are a digmatized but vagina version. 
and it's not okay. Well, think about her train of thought because she was already kind of suspicious. Yes. Prior to this incident, because he was being weird. He was being weird. Yeah. There were some phone calls going on. Mm-hmm. She knew something was up. Oh, well, their card declines. So oh, yeah, she's they're... like, "Why did the card decline? Why yeah. are you flirting with like yeah. the girl at the sunglasses store?" Yeah. So she's already suspicious, and I can only imagine the stress of that. Of like, "Oh, ma'am, your husband was in an accident. Like, oh my god, is he okay? <gasps> He's hit by a car. Oh my god, he's in the hospital." Da 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 da. So do we know what happened? <laughs> Well, it was outside the hotel. He seemed digmatized. <laughs> yeah, agreed. So, yeah, no, I would come straight out the gate. I'm surprised she didn't wake him up with a slap across yeah, the face. Right? <laughs> wake up! <laughs> I know you've been digmatized. Uh, oh, my God. So he recovers and he hands up. He ends up telling her because this guy that's been working, that the wife knows, that she had originally pushed him to of like, hey, he's going to do a piece on you because yeah. you're running. Yeah. It's going to be really good publicity. Yeah. So the guy, as he's interviewing them, he tells him, uh, after all this stuff goes down at work where he's like doing what he can to not actually be charged exactly. with all this prostitution exactly. stuff. Um, and he has a really shady encounter where he tracks down one of the girls he oh, had yeah. slept with. Yeah. One of the last girls he had slept with. Yeah. And he tracks her down, and he's like, what? Because he's nervous he's going to get caught up. Yeah. So he's, he's like, "Who? what are they asking you? What are they saying? And she tells him, like, you have nothing to worry about. Yeah. And they're having, like, kind of this heart-to-heart, and he's freaking out. I thought it was a heart-to-heart. It was not a heart-to-heart. Oh, it changes course. It changes course. And he talks about her mom having cancer. His mom died of cancer. Yeah. She does a bump. Just a real quick bump. Sniff, sniff. I can't even sniff. sniff I mean, sniff. she has all that hooker money. She should be doing bumps. I mean, whatever she can do to yeah. keep the men digmatized. <laughs> it should just be a unisex word. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try it at work. <laughs> yeah. And so she does a bump real quick. And after their heart to heart, when he talks about his mom and, and, and she talks about like wanting to be a poli sci major. Yeah. He literally looks at her and says, so I have some money. So can we go ahead and. And she looks at him so disgusted and hurt. Mm-hmm. And I was even hurt by that. Because I was yeah. like, you literally came here to just bone. You didn't. You maybe cared about getting caught. But you're like, I don't want to get caught. But also I want some of this dick. And I feel like that scene was important to you. Because it also removes any kind of fantasy glamour. and glamour yes. from the whole hooker industry. Like, yes. you don't have this agency. You don't yeah. have this little appointment. You don't get yeah. to pick me off a website. Yeah. You came to me because you knew I'm a hooker and you're saying, this is what I have. Yes. Which exactly. part of me wanted her to like lick his face and then walk out the car. Part of me wanted it to be a sting. Oh, I thought of that too. Yeah. And then walk out the car. Yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah. No. It was reality. She boned him. I thought they did a lot of condom play in this. They definitely. It was made... like underhanded like, and just remember girl, HIV is still out there. <laughs> like. Please use a condom every time. Well, they did incorporate it too, because after his first time with an escort, he throws out the phone then. Yeah. And he's like, I got out of my system. I'm done. Yeah. Then he sees something that he thinks is like a hurt bump. Yes. Oh, I forgot about the hurt bump. He goes to the doctor. Yeah. They always ask the question, and he's like, I'm married, but but I have. Mm-hmm. It was somebody new. Mm-hmm. I used a condom. And he, you can tell he's obviously freaking out about yeah. it. Yeah. 
And then his doctor totally like shame schools him, and it's oh, just yeah. like it's, it's from ingrown hair. Like you're fun. Yeah. But now I know you're a dirty cheater. This man has never had an ingrown hair in his life. He doesn't know how that goes. Exactly. What an idiot. So. So after that, I don't know. Maybe after. Obviously, they keep the contemplate in it, which, yeah. you know, whatever. They're going to do that. Right. But then there's a part of me that felt like after that scene, he also kind of felt like, oh, okay, like, there's not consequences yes. for this. And that's what he got him back in the pool. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he has the dirty shame sex with that girl. Yeah. He confesses to his wife. Yes. He The wife says, like, what the fuck? You're ruining everything for us. Like, yeah. I have a lot riding on this. You need to tell him not to do the article. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I just can't do this anymore. I'm going to resign. Like, I can't do it. She's like, we've worked so hard for this, basically. Exactly. She goes to the article man's house, who's a family friend. After she Tiger Woods' car. Oh, I forgot about the Tiger Woods' car. She goes crazy. Um, Understandably so. Yeah, she... They have their yelling fit. Mm-hmm. And... Then she goes, beats his car with a bat, mm-hmm. and then goes to the writer's house. With some alcohol. With some alcohol on her. And she just comes in. He's laughing. He's like, there's small talk. Blah. Yeah. I don't even know what they're talking about. Oh, she's asking him not to write the article. Yeah. Like, to not write the article. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. She's like, you've been a friend of the family. And he says something, and she's like, fuck you, or fuck you, or whatever. And he's like, I wanted to fuck you since you were 16. Yeah. Whoa. That's child molestation and not okay. Well, I think the, there was the fuck you and then, you know, he's drinking too and says something like, well, I'm on board, baby, yeah. or like whatever. I've been on board since you were 16. And then she has like another drink and she's like, okay. And the reality of it is 13, like Ooh, you piece of shit. Which was crazy. And they don't actually show it. No. But yeah, it's implied that they boned yeah she comes home i think um ellis is the guy's name yeah or his last name yeah but he knows that she boned it because he i think he asked her like what'd you do or like you really did that yeah he says i can't believe you pulled that off or something along those lines and she kind of just sits there kind of like i don't feel as great as i thought i was going to yeah and then the next day she's just kind of like you have to do this We've worked too hard. Let's not let it all go to waste. Yeah. And then they, like, fast forward, and he's a senator. He's a senator, and he's talking to, I think, one of the initial guys from earlier that mm-hmm. was, like, involved in the campaigning. Mm-hmm. And what I took from that last scene is the campaign guy... Essentially says, like, I know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keep it in your pants. Yeah. Keep it clean. Yeah. You have to get this image. Like, we know no one's squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. If we only had squeaky clean people, we wouldn't have anybody or we right. just have losers. Right. But then he also hands him an envelope of cash. Yes. Which makes me assume that the escort company and the politicians in Washington are highly intertwined. Right. Which there was that big escort bus like when we were like in high school or early college from D.C. Yeah. So I feel like that's a known thing that there are a lot of like politicians out there who like the company of women. 
Well, and it also, it made me wonder a little bit to the intricacies of the entire film of did he know initially and try to kind of put out the word for him or specifically mm. put that agency out there for Sting mm. to try to make him aware of how sloppy he was being. Because mm. at the end of the film, we see him going to a hotel room. So it's yeah. presumed he's still doing what he's doing, yeah. but he either knows the right people yeah. or knows how to clean up messes that he's had in the past. Right. So that to me seemed I didn't like think about that. Like he was set up because he was being. That's why the scene came because he's being so sloppy. Right, because it seems like when he when he knows at the end, like that's kind of left field. Yeah, like obviously the journalist is out there to dig up dirt on you, yeah. but the campaign people, well, they're gonna do that. They're mainly there to support you. So I I did feel like it was kind of like we pushed you or we stung you mm-hmm. to for you to get your act together. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, so that's how it ends. Oh, and then it's implied that, well, he lives in D.C. His wife still lives in whatever other state they were in. They were in South Carolina. Okay. Which I think because it said oh. S.C. or something. I did notice this actress. I think she is American, but I did feel like she was putting on a southern accent. He had a southern accent. Okay, yeah. They're both doing southern accents on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, for her, I don't know if it was her accent or like her face and her hair in this. I felt kind of like she was trying to do, like, an Andy McDowell. <laughs> Who's Andy McDowell? She was the wife in Multiplicity with Michael Keaton. Where he's, like, multiple people? Where he clones himself? Where he clones himself, yeah. But oh. she's, like, this southern, pale, like, big curl of hair. Yeah, like brown hair. Yeah, like, yeah. brown, big curl of hair. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. very... Oh, she was the one that got fucked by Al Seed in Magic Mike 2. Wow. I mean... Okay. No. The mom. The mom. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> you, Woo, you made it seem while. like he's like boning people throughout the movie. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen that movie. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but I mom. mean, she's in a bunch of things. But I'm yeah. just trying to think. Of no, like, I remember from Multiplicity, and I definitely remember the mom from yeah, yeah. Magic Mike Two. Yeah. But I, I feel like you the, said Magic Mike Two, and a whole slew of things flashed <laughs> in my head. Dick, 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 dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dick I can see ass. that. I I feel like that's what she's going for. Not in like an obvious way, but in my head, I'm just saying like, like, did they try to cast her and then they like filled you in or like, yeah. Right. So. So interesting. Yeah. Um, what do we say about this movie? Yeah. What they got us. We had a couple of films who decided to go with a thriller. Yes. There was a trailer that said this year's Gone Girl. Which, not at all. No, did not live up to there the hype. There was no twist in the movie at all. No. I mean, if the twist was the wife was a go-getter and a little bit cold towards her marriage, girl, that's called 2016. Yeah. Or like, if, yeah. okay. Or if the twist was they're both pieces of shit, but they're doing this in their couple to give this image of the good couple and be power hungry. Bill okay. and Hillary. I know what House of Cards. Right, we're good. We've seen this. Yeah, it's real life already. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. No. Watch the loft again. Watch the loft again. <laughs> I would say that I always try to sell people on our podcast with the loft episode. <laughs> it's our favorite episode. It's our favorite movie that we've watched. Yeah. I actually forgot that we watched a Revenant. I was talking to my friend, and he was like, "You recorded like five. I was like, "No, only four. And I was like, "What was the fifth? Or fourth or whatever. I was like, this is The Revenant. I was like, oh, The Revenant. <laughs> Which The Revenant was fun, but it was intense. It, it, you know, our most serious movie. Most serious. But, um, yeah, watch the law. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Um, I don't have anything else. No, I think we're good. We may have already picked our movie for next time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Big Short. Yeah. So, so if you're listening to this, watch The Big Short ahead of time. Or maybe we'll change our minds. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, anything can happen between then and now, and we don't even know where then is. That's true. Yeah. So, awesome. Thanks, everyone. Bye.